Hi, my name is Brandi Woodry. I am a daughter of Christ, wife, mother of three beautiful daughters, and a full-time public school teacher. Emerald is my birthstone. While researching, I learned that the toughness of an emerald is generally poor. I am an emerald daughter because I find my strength to do all things in my life from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You don't have to have a May birthday to be an emerald daughter. Come, won't you join me for today's episode? I chose the topic today for episode 16 to be peace. We all know that peace is a fruit of the Spirit. I chose peace because this week I decided to take a week off. In the midst of the coronavirus, COVID-19, I have not really had much time so far to just take time away and relax. And so this week I decided to do that. We are not going anywhere as a family in terms of a big vacation. I knew that I would be taking classes this summer previously, and so we did not plan a vacation because of me taking classes. And it just kind of always works out the way it's supposed to because I don't think that we would have been taking a vacation this summer anyway, considering the current circumstances of the virus in the world. And so today, we, this week, I started with what I called my staycation, and my main focus was really just to be at peace. In the midst of all the chaos in the world, of all the struggles, of everything that gets in my mind and works its way around and causes chaos and confusion... I really just wanted a week where I could be more conscientious of my thoughts and of my mindset and try to just be at peace. And so I looked to the Bible today and this week to see what does the Bible say about peace. And in relation um, to being a daughter of Christ, in Romans 12 verse 18 If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I have noticed with my family that we have struggled sometimes lately to attend church regularly. Our attendance has been sporadic. And it reminds me of the cartoon I saw of this lady who is in her pajamas and she's walking into the sanctuary at church and someone's commenting on how this lady was getting too comfortable at in the at-home church, you know, and she was sitting at home viewing the service. It's almost like she forgot that she was physically coming to the building now, and so she showed up in her pajamas and her hair's all a mess. And I can really relate to that because I feel like uh, that's been a struggle for my family in order to uh, for us to attend church right now. We need to make sure that we are all wearing masks and we wear them the entire service in our church. And so I think that my family's been a little resistant to wanting to wear them out and about. Not that they're not doing it, but that if it's the choice between staying home where you don't have to wear the mask and you can just watch church service on TV versus physically going to church where you do have to wear the mask, then I feel like they would rather stay home. 
And so I guess in my head, one of the ways that I have been dealing with this is I keep thinking to myself that sometimes we experience in my, our family, I don't know if you do this, but we experience what I call the summer slide. Typically when my kids are in sports and the summer and we've got ball games and we've got all this other stuff going on, sometimes those games get scheduled on Sunday and sometimes that leads to us having some irregular attendance. Um, whether that means that we miss a church service or if we miss a Sunday school class. And so in my head, I've just been trying to remind myself uh, not to let this rattle me, not to let this feel like it's something that is a big weight on my shoulder or to feel guilty about it. I am still doing what I need to do as a daughter of Christ to have my soul be fed, whether it's watching stuff online, listening to podcasts, doing things that will continue to allow me to grow as a daughter of Christ, my devotionals, my gratitude journals, all these things. And so I guess I think about this and I think that even though it may be something that I'm not totally satisfied with right now, it's still something that if I remind myself to think about it a little bit differently, I can come to terms with it and still be at peace. And that's not to say that it will continue. It's going to change and get better. But obviously, sometimes I think you just have to take a step back and reframe the way you look at something in order to not have that thing be something that constantly nags at you or bothers you and becomes a burden. In terms of being a wife, in John 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. As a wife, sometimes lately I've been kind of stressed out because my husband has a weaker immune system. And so I worry for him regularly. He has still been able to work, which again, we think, the Lord for that. But it's still something that worries me when he's out working about him coming in contact with this virus that's out there. And so I feel like one of the greatest moments of peace for me as a wife is when he and I are together, we often balance each other out. So if there's something that he's stressed about, I'm able to kind of give him a different perspective on that and allow him to find a peace of mind. And if there's something that I'm stressed out about, he really does the same for me. And so when he and I are together, no matter how chaotic our day might seem to be to us, it really helps when the other person just kind of listens and processes it and, and kind of gets the other one to think about it in a different way. And so I really think that as a wife, that's something that I have been trying to do and trying to remind myself of that we are here for each other and we are in this together and to just listen and listen to each other's concerns, but also be able to voice the fact that we are in this together and still find moments of peace with each other. As a mother, in Isaiah 9, verse 6, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, verse 6. So as a mother, 
leading my children with peace and knowing that even in the midst of things that might seem frustrating or chaotic in our household, that I am still able to cling to that peacefulness, finding joy even in the mess, finding joy in all the things. You know, my daughters throughout this whole crisis have become quite the bakers lately and the chefs and they like to cook and bake and so on. But sometimes that kitchen can get kind of messy. And so as a mother taking a step back, appreciating the moment, finding the peace in that moment, the joy in that moment and not focusing so much on the mess that is being created or on maybe the chaos of whatever the situation might be. As a teacher, in John 16, verse 33, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I'm so very thankful for my Savior. As a teacher this week, I really tried to take a week away from work, and so I finished up my classes last week on Friday, and then, like I said, I kind of scheduled this week off, I'm calling it, where we're at home, but I'm not doing anything that's linked to work or hopefully any stress or anything else. But it's so funny that sometimes you schedule something off, you know, this week off, and then during this week off, there have been two school announcements, maybe three, made during this week. So even though I'm trying to distance myself from what's going on at school, at work, at whatever, it's still something that ha I still have to approach it. I still have to face it. I still have to listen. I still have to be present. And so it's still one of those things that you wonder about. And so trying to find peace in those moments, even though you may not like what you hear or you might be worried or concerned or wonder about what is going to happen or what's going on as a teacher right now and as a mother right now that i think to me has been one of the biggest struggles is trying to figure out what the new school year might look like there are so many things so many what ifs you know what if my students, if as a teacher, I'm there every single school day, five days a week, but then what if my students are on a rotation? And what if my own children at home are on a rotation? And I know that parents have had to deal with this that are full-time workers, that are essential workers who have still been working since March, but have also have students at home that they have been trying to homeschool. And so I say, my appreciation to you for all that you've been able to do for everyone around you during this time is so huge. And it's a concern for me as a mother and as a teacher. I mean, it was easier for me, honestly, working from home through the distance learning as a mother and because then I was home working as a teacher, but I was also there for my daughters. So we didn't have to worry about the childcare angle. And I feel like now knowing that there's a possibility, a very good possibility that it may look different in August than, um, you know, the, than the typical schedule, than everyone being home or everyone being at school. It could be a piecemeal thing where maybe some of us are at school and some of us are at home. And so to me, that has been a concern. But again, the whole time that this is going on, I have really always felt within my head and within my heart 
to just turn this over to God. And so I pray about it. I put it in my daily devotional prayer journal. And I strongly believe that his will be done. That whatever needs to happen, it will happen. And at the end of the day, I find that whatever plans I waste my time concocting in my head about, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And what if this happens? At the end of the day, you're wasting valuable time where you could be at peace and you could be present in your here and now with your children and with your husband and with your family compared to playing out all these what if scenarios that may never, ever, ever happen. You're stealing your joy and your peace by playing out those what if scenarios. And so I'm very much trying to just, anytime that thought pops in my head, remind myself, his will be done. His plan is always a million times better than anything I ever would have thought of. And so at the end of the day, he's never, ever, ever failed us. In my entire life, I've always had something way better come out of the things that than what I would have ever imagined or thought possible. And so just reminding myself of that assurance that God is good all the time all the time God is good, that his plan for us is always going to be so much better than anything we would have thought of. And at the end of the day, worrying and, you know, playing out these what if scenarios, it's really just stealing your joy. It's really, really stealing the peace. He wants us to be at peace. He is our prince of peace. And so we need not worry about these things. We need not struggle. We need, you know, yes, you can think about things. And yes, you might start to plan in your head that I might need to start thinking about what we might do for childcare. But playing out and concentrating on those what ifs is really, really, really not going to be productive and beneficial to you or your family. And it's going to overwhelm you and add anxiety and stress and worry, all of which can be avoided by reminding yourself that he is good. Finally, today, I thought as a runner, I found this verse in Hebrews 12, verse 11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And as a runner right now with this Stay K week, I have been really still doing my 30 active minutes a day, but finding other ways to stay disciplined. Sometimes you have to break up the monotony of your week, of your routine. And so if you're one of those people that gets bored, then it might benefit you to spice it up some in terms of trying different things. And so this week I have gone swimming. I am not a gardener, and yet my mother-in-law graciously came over and helped my children and I. We did plant a garden. The kids did. I shouldn't say we. I didn't do it. The kids planted a garden with my mother-in-law, and uh, the kids were supposed to kind of keep track of the garden, and they really lost some of that discipline. And so anyway, she was gracious enough to come over, and she helped us to figure out how to weed the garden because I don't have a background in that. I have never been someone who's planted anything. Most of the things that I plant die. Um, when my kids were really little, we did do a garden, but I was there when we planted it. So I knew about where the plants were at. I knew kind of what to look for, um, and I could then tell the difference between the weeds 
in the plants. But if I don't do that ahead of time, if I'm not there in the planning and then the planting of it, then I'm really terrible at looking at something and trying to figure out, is that a weed or is that a plant? That just was not something growing up that we did. We lived in the city. We didn't have a lot of land. We we just didn't plant a garden where I lived or and when I grew up. And so... It's not a skill that I naturally have or that I've developed over the years, but it is something that I think is valuable. And so I want my own children to have that kind of skill and at least understand that it's possible, that it's a possibility. And so anyway, in planning this garden, I did go out today when uh, she was here, my mother-in-law, helping the children to weed, and I pulled weeds. And she was very patient with me and teaching me what a weed was versus the plants and finding things and pulling things. And so I weeded today and got my 30 active minutes that way. Um, I've also taken backyard walks. I've taken bike rides. And I'm working on rearranging my run schedule because, again, we are getting close to August and the time frame when, as a teacher, I will be starting a different routine when school starts. And so I have also uh, been trying to rearrange so that my long hauls, when I run my seven miles and soon to be eight miles, I'm about to add my next mile, that I will probably try to do those on Sundays now. And then throughout the week, I'll do my other stuff, my shorter hauls and stuff like that. So... Anyway, just looking at my schedule and rearranging things. But the one thing I can say through all of these different avenues of being disciplined and being trying to stay physically fit, in all of them, I have been able to this week really slow myself down and really take a moment to pause and just enjoy the moment and be present in the moment and find peace in whatever that thing is and kind of break up that routine of what I'm used to. And I think sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes to be at peace, we just need to slow down. We need to remind ourselves of what's truly important to us. And we need to just take it easy sometimes. And and in the process of that, we find ourselves being more present, which then leads to us being more peaceful. I wanted to leave you guys today with the verse. It's from 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you like what you heard, click subscribe to be notified of future episode releases. It is my goal always to leave this world a little better than I found it by being a light in the darkness. Finding my strength through Jesus Christ, this Emerald Daughter is saying, stay happy, healthy, and safe today and always.